1995, Jess Mangum traveled to Denver, Colorado to link up with his Rustin buddy, Robert Schneider, who had already formed the Apples and Stereo, the Elephant Six recording label, and had set up a recording studio in a friend's apartment. Jeff moved into a closet within a haunted house, or rather, as he claimed, a haunted closet within a normal house. The band at this point was still nothing more than Jeff and Robert. They locked themselves in a room and recorded random bits of songs until they hit a creative wall. Then they'd go outside, smoke cigarettes, and chat until one of them had a flash of inspiration. Then they'd sprint inside, record, rinse, repeat. Despite what many believe, Neutral Milk Hotel's On Avery Island wasn't ignored upon its 1996 release. Although there is little press prior to their second album, they had generated enough of a following that major publications did cover the release of its follow-up. By 1998, Elephant Six was already a cult phenomenon, with fans racing to pick up anything with their icon on the packaging. It's strange that this album isn't more loved in retrospect. On Avery Island gets the same unfair treatment as Slint's first album. It's not a huge step below its mammoth follow-up, nor is it significantly different stylistically. Much like everything is, it's mostly driven by lo-fi indie rock in a guided-by-voices vein, but he started to mix in more acoustic folky material drenched in pathos. We also see more expansive instrumentation, with xylophones, horns, and organs to supplement the typical guitar band setup. Songs like Naomi and Where You'll Find Me Now look forward to the formula that would conquer the world. He's not given up on tape experiments either. The album closes out with 14 minutes of droney noise. Now that Jeff had an album in the bag, it was only inevitable that he'd have the tour. And barring some ridiculous Dick Van Dyke one-man band setup, he'd need other musicians to help bring the material of On Avery Island to a live setting. He enlisted two more Rustin Ray's musicians, Julian Coster and Scott Spillane. The latter he'd met at a pizza shop in Austin. Jeff helped him make a bunch of pizzas during an unexpected late-night rush and used this opportunity to convince him to join. The final piece was drummer Jeremy Barnes, who dropped out of college on a whim to join them. They started rehearsals in New York at Coster's grandmother's house. Julian Coster was a multi-instrumentalist and felt that everyone in the band could benefit by expanding their musical skill set. Spillane took up horn playing and Barnes taught himself accordion, which is as of now, still his primary instrument. The tour was a success, earning the band enough money to permanently relocate to Athens, where many of the Elephant Six were stationed. They were road tested and ready to record. There was just one missing piece of the puzzle, one element that would generate one of the top albums of the 90s. But it wasn't a person, but a book. <laughs> 